Hello, welcome to Macro ESG, Markets, Politics, and Technology for a Sustainable Future. Today is Thursday, October 1, 2020, at 11.31 p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. My name is Greg Beyer. Thank you for joining us. Today's piece is entitled, U.S. Dollar, excuse me, U.S. Dollar to Trade Inversely to President Trump's Fortunes. Actionable Ideas The U.S. dollar will trade inversely to President Trump's fortunes. If the election isn't resolved through an overwhelming win for Biden on election night, like I expect, get short the U.S. dollar until, until the Supreme Court resolves this scenario. If Donald Trump starts to really slump in the polls, then look to get short the U.S. dollar uh, right away as he'll likely engage in destabilizing activities to revive his flailing bid. If Donald Trump is unable to carry on the election because of the coronavirus, then the U.S. dollar is a buy. I made a mistake. I may have gotten President Donald Trump wrong from the start, blinded by my own limitations of viewing the incentives of an American national leader in terms of traditional political theory, a desire to hold on to power, rule number one. In the case of Donald Trump, his incentives are unique. In fact, as Ruben Brigitte pointed out today on a Council of Foreign Relations video call on the 2020 election, the U.S. has never had a president in our history who was so highly personally indebted, at least $400 million to lenders who were unknown, with more than $300 million coming due in the next four years. While I thought that President Trump essentially ignored the coronavirus as much as possible to keep the U.S. economy going for political reasons, there may be another explanation. After the New York Times revealed a picture of his dire personal finances, President Trump may have kept the economy going for no reason other then if he shut it down, his business empire would have collapsed, unable to generate the cash flow to service its debt. He simply ruled the U.S. according to what would be best for him and his highly leveraged real estate business. My relative Jerry Palmieri, who managed the Franklin Growth Fund for 50 years and was the first manager to win the coveted Morningstar Manager of the Year Award in 1987, used to say to me when we met for our lunches that the goal of a real estate mogul is always to take on too much leverage so that the banks can't get rid of him during the next bust. This may explain why the Trump businesses have filed for bankruptcy six times over the years. But perhaps this time he has gone too far and personally vouching for over $300 million in debt. And the only business that he has made any money in is his reality TV career, which has ended. So it's hard to see how he's going to generate any cash during the coronavirus downturn this winter. Perhaps that's why, he's really, he, that's why he really has nothing to lose but to try to throw the country into a constitutional crisis in a desperate bid to hold on to power. Sunday morning shock. It was utterly surreal to hear Fareed Zakaria state this past uh, Sunday morning on his 
<clears throat> on his uh, CNN policy show that this may very well be Trump's path to staying in power. In May of 2017, I had lunch with a senior fund management executive and said that I thought that Donald Trump would create a financial crisis for the United States. After all, he had filed for bankruptcy numerous times, as real estate moguls do. It simply is pattern. Why should anything change? If the U.S. is thrown into crisis, I believe that the U.S. dollar will dramatically depreciate. While the U.S. dollar has always been a haven of safety, the simple truth is that if the country is torn apart, just like the dollar began its precipitous summer decline with the death of George Floyd and subsequent protests, it will crash. Why should other nations hold dollars when the U.S. can't even hold a simple election and transfer power smoothly, as the U.S. has always done? Please see if George Floyd's death killing the dollar. For more on how this event set off, set up how this event set off a quick seven percent depreciation in the dollar. A dramatically falling dollar may be just the feedback that the U.S. political system needs to come back to reality. Perhaps the U.S., particularly the U.S. Supreme Court. I believe that Americans are going to snap out of this bizarre moment and return to their senses either through rejecting his extreme antics, which are likely to become more attention-seeking as we get closer to the election, or through the U.S. dollar starting to dramatically break down if the political travesty takes place in the Supreme Court of yet another election being decided there. In other words, the market may say to Donald Trump, you're fired, as a break in the U.S. dollar could cause the U.S. equity market to break too. Donald Trump will lose. I believe that Americans are going to come out in surprising numbers and vote against him. I believe that he will lose overwhelmingly on the election evening. It will be a surprise upset like Humphreys in 1968. He has gone too far and the electorate will push back. Moreover, most people are not better off than they were in 2016. He barely won in 2016 and I don't believe that his support has increased since then. It has weakened as a politically astute Texas oil man pointed out to me. And if I'm wrong about the election, then a crashing dollar will be heard in the Supreme Court, and the justices will realize that the U.S. is on the line, and sanity will return to the U.S. government. If the U.S. dollar is in crisis, the Supreme Court will not vote to keep Trump in, because if they do, then they will have just invalidated the court as an institution. President Trump will bring Washington back together to tackle climate and China. We are on the verge of starting a new transformational era with the election of Joe Biden. And the most significant change will be the U.S. pivoting to, one, building a future based on renewable energy, and two, as Jamie Mischick, previously Deputy Director of Intelligence at the CIA, stated flatly today on the Council for Foreign Relations call, this will improve morale amongst the intelligence community enabling the U.S. to put up a much tougher alliance-based strategy of challenging China and reinvigorating America's position in the world and, quite frankly, protecting the light of democracy. The U.S. is still very much every bit the great country that people around the world expect and need the U.S. to be. 
and with America's continuity, the great sustainability challenges of these times can be met, particularly if the, EF, if the U.S. and the EU come together in a rock-solid alliance with the other leading democracies. And breaking news. Donald Trump is starting to quarantine after his aide, Hope Hicks, whom he traveled with, tested positive for coronavirus. Well, as Boris Johnson barely survived his run with the virus and was cared for cared for by two nurses who were both, ironically, immigrants because he ran on an anti-immigrant platform, we shall see what fate has in store for Mr. Trump. Thank you very much for joining us. I wish you a very healthy, safe, and good day.